Yeah, they had us the first half. I'm not going to lie. Oh, could be Wayne. I think I got my swagger back. Oh, oh. I love it, baby. Them orange britches. Something about them orange britches. Ball hit high in the air in the right field. Going back to Sayre. And Tennessee can say hello win column. A grand slam in the bottom of the ninth. You can't draw it up any better. We just won a basketball game, and we're very happy right now. I made up my mind. I don't expect to ever look back. I'm going to stay at the University of Tennessee. Yeah! Read it, did to do, and welcome into more important issues. It is Sunday, May 29th. Your Tennessee Volunteers are the SEC regular season champions and the SEC tournament champions today in Hoover for the first time in Hoover. Crown us. Tony Vitello gets it done. Cra- yes, I, that. why do we? The daddy cap special. Get out the crowns. Dude, it, it, it honestly feels... You know, you, we were texting that group message, and uh, I was like, I mean, we're kings before the game was over. And I know you had maybe a little bit of battered ball syndrome. You said, hey, you know, hey, let, let's pump the brakes a bit. <laughs> I, I Legitimately, I even Kentucky got down to two. You know, it, Tennessee never trailed, but got when I say got down, got down to two to two. And things maybe started hurting a little bit, and you're like, oh, crap. I just never wavered with this team. They, they've battled. They, they're battle-tested, man. That's the best part is – this team hasn't – this team is incredibly talented. This team is incredibly good. But they have not just cruised to every victory. You have a series loss at Kentucky. You start off Friday against Alabama with a loss. You have a loss on Saturday against Auburn. Like, this team has had their cha- their fair share of challenges. They go to Houston and lose, drop a game to Texas on Friday night, a late game. They go late uh, on Thursday and Friday night this this week. In, in the words of Tony Vitello, a visa club hours, which is a phenomenal pull by him, by the way. This team is just – they're the real deal. You can't deny it. They're the real deal. And I, I shouldn't have been like that with this team. I shouldn't – it wasn't doubt. It was more, like you said, just battered ball syndrome. But I feel like with battered ball syndrome comes like when we've had a lead, we uh, we haven't been head and shoulders better than that team. This team, every single game, we're head and shoulders better of, of whoever we're playing. Well, and let me – I'll spot you this one too. When you, when you talk about – I mean, sports, you get the like – common theme of you know focus on this opponent focus on this one i'm a fan i don't have to focus on this opponent i'm looking ahead at, at region you know i i know this game's win this game's a win i'm looking ahead at regionals we get that benefit of the doubt landon's a much more disciplined guy than me he's a he's a he's a dialed in much more than me so he's in that team mindset of focus on florida we're only five innings in at this point focus on them and uh, so, no, I, I don't blame you for it at all. I don't. I'm just a cocky mother effort. I mean, I, I <laughs> that's fine. <clears throat> hey, you got to like every team has them, right? I mean, exactly. look, look at Drew Gilbert today. <laughs> Drew Gilbert's a stud, dude. And, you know, people are calling his thing a slump. I, I think I, a slump, I don't know if the, is the right word because he's, he's the best hitter in the SEC, one of the best hitters in the country. He's dominated. He has a few at-bats. I'm going to – guys, I'm sorry. I'm going to eat some celebratory pizza because I'm starving. I'll mute myself when I do it so it's not disgusting. But 
Um, no, he's you know he had a couple bad at bats. What a thing from Florida to have one at bat in that in that this game at that point, one at bat where it's not ideal. He was. It's not like listen. If you if he watches the ball go by, I might feel differently. He was not watching anything. He was no. swinging. What just what a bold move. He's a stud. Why give him the chance to be the hero? He wants to be the hero. Yeah, especially with bases loaded. Like if it was maybe second and third, but when you have that extra person on first base, no, I'm not putting him in that situation. I mean, you you look at that regional from last year. You look at, um, you know, he had a grand slam this this past season against Georgia Southern. I'm pretty yeah. sure. I mean, why would you even put it in his hands? No matter what he's look, I don't care if he was in a slump. If he was over sixteen. I'm not letting that that one be the one. No, de- definitely no, definitely <laughs> not. And I think it's just a. It, first off, it, it's just a bad idea to to walk anybody on this Tennessee roster because there's dudes up and down the lineup. Oh yeah, it's not uh, a good idea anywhere. So to be fair to to Sullivan, like it's not not ideal. But I just also I don't, and I think this is probably because Tennessee has a bunch of dudes on the mound as well. I don't like it taking the game out of their hands. Let them do what they've worked. Like they did all they did all that work this week to get to that point. And you take the you essentially take the ball out of his hands. You you say we're gonna put the guy on and give the next batter a chance. You took the ball out of his hands. You took a chance to strike Jordan Beck out or you know, fly him, whatever it may be, whatever the outcome could have been. You load the bases for a verified dude. And I, I don't know. It's just, I I texted you last night. I think Kentucky out like they coached themselves out of that game. Just break, you know, they 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 went through that. Uh, I was, I don't remember what Aliens in now off the top of my head. I'll have to pull it up, look at the stats. But they just they they run a freaking just bringing dudes out of the bullpen when the guy that was in at the moment wasn't doing bad. Did he have some ideal at bats? No, or I, you know, I, it wasn't perfect. But they were also, I mean, Kentucky was in that game. Florida was in that game until that moment. And I know you you have a Seth Stevenson, Seth Stevenson. I don't know why we. I know he can hit at times, but he is fast. He can get on base. There's not going to be a lot of sacrifice squeeze on, on, you know, in those scenarios. He can get on base. He's the, he's one of the fastest guys in the SEC. Here, here's my thing with that. He, he needs to do that more. That's what I mean. Yeah. He, 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 he has the pop-ups. Runner, he needs to be doing that more. <laughs> yeah. Just, I'm, I mean, it, Florida did with two outs. They bunted for a hit and, you know, we're looking at that and like, Oh, that's stupid. But a guy like Seth Stevenson, absolutely you do that because you have a chance to get in scoring position on the next pitch with his speed. So I I, I would love for him to to do more of, of that kind of stuff. I think if – I mean, that, that bunny laid down today was incredible. Phenomenal. Phenomenal. He's and, a- and he's so much more dangerous. Like, him rolling over is way better. He has way better chance of getting on base than trying to lift the ball up in the air. Yeah, and, and you know, too, that's the biggest thing is he's you have him as the leadoff hitter to get on first base, and if he can get on first laying down bunts, that's what we need to do to get him on first base. It was a phenomenal play, an absolute phenomenal play to bring a run in, even if the I think it was the pitcher that grabbed it right. Even if he doesn't try to make the tag there, he's not in a position to throw you out at first. No, he's not throwing him out. No. So no just I mean, and you know, we don't know what. And Tony's even talked about he can hit when he shortens up. And so I know there's a little bit of belief there beyond just – but if he can get you – if he can get on doing that and he's 0 for 2, 0 for 1, let him try to get on base and get things going. 
especially if, you know, who, no matter who it is, whether it's Luke or Jarrell behind you, both those guys can hit and move you too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree. Phenomenal week. Phenomenal week from the Vols. And, and I had to. Oh, I'm so sorry, dude. I, yeah. Oh, are we bringing brims out for sweeping and Hoover? Are we doing oh, it? for sure. Oh. For sure. You got to. I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure. I just wanted to. Oh, yeah. But you mentioned it. Hoover. Sweeps and Hoover. Sweeps in Hoover, baby. God, that no dirty place of Alabama. Double elimination, single elimination. It doesn't matter. It was a little wet, but but we still got to sweeping. It was fun. Yeah, you got to bring the squeegees too. Squeegee <laughs> yeah. and, squeegees and brooms. Um, no, I mean, hey, hats off to Kentucky and Florida, two of the teams you faced. Um, they had big weekends, and they needed be big weekends. I think Kentucky probably gets left out not beating Tennessee on Friday night or Saturday night, excuse me. But big hats off to them. They 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 did everything they absolutely could to get into the NCAA tournament. If they do, good for them. It doesn't look like they're going, they're going to. Yeah. Man, it, it was it, – it's insane because, like, when, when you think of, like, who he played in Hoover, you know, teams you probably don't want to – like, your first game, if it's Vanderbilt, you're like, man, that's a tough draw to, to have that yeah. your first game. And then you get LSU next, and that's a team that that's super hot, and you, you took care of business there. A Kentucky team that, that beat you. And then a Florida team that I think is is really picking up. Um, you know, their starting pitching isn't phenomenal, but but their lineup is one of the best in the country up there with with Tennessee and, and LSU. Um, so I mean, what a what a job from our pitching staff to just go through some lineups. Like, I mean, Kentucky has a really good lineup. You, you heard Tony Vitello kind of rave about them that they could absolutely win a regional with that lineup, um, and, and they do have some 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 starters that are pretty good, but, you know, they just don't have the depth that, that other teams mm-hmm. in the SEC have. But, yeah, man, you went through a gauntlet this week, and, and it didn't seem to phase you. I mean, you t- you talked about the the scheduling and how everything kind of played out. You know, it was it was tough, but, but you kept winning to making it easier on yourself. You know, LSU, them having to play that, that next day um, pretty early after going into, you know, early morning with that late Tennessee game. And then, you know, if they would have won, they'd have to turn around and, and play again. So, right. um, you know, just a difficult situation for – and Tennessee kind of took themselves out. And, you know, I was surprised of how they, they did the the pitching. Um, but Dolander is, is your Friday night guy, so you want to stick with him on Friday. You went Blade. I thought he was phenomenal. I mean, Dolander, good God. I mean, if that he, he proved why he's the SEC player of the year this week, a hundred percent SEC pitcher of the year. Sorry, yeah, and he he very well could have been player of the year too. <laughs> Fair point. Uh, if he if um, he hadn't had those two weeks out, he's he's your player, right? Of the year. Yeah, if Alabama <laughs> doesn't hit you in the forearm because they're um, Guard, scumbags, they did calling pitches, yeah, <laughs> for sure. Um, but I thought the whole staff was fun. I thought Chase, I thought Drew Bean pitched well. He had six strikeouts and, you know, a short amount of innings and, you know, walked a few, got got away from him, but puts you in a position to win. And then Burns just mowed down Kentucky. Right. The, the only thing that I thought Beam struggled with was finding the strike zone early. And then you get just a wild strike zone the rest of the game. And that doesn't help you. So obviously he, he didn't put himself in a great situation, but he didn't get help from 
anything outside either. And so that's the things you got to battle with. You mentioned six strikeouts. I thought he played well enough for you to win. He gets the win, actually. So literally plays well enough for you to win. And, and then you get that, – that just shows, though, credit to him for not trying to do too much because you know you just got to get to this point and you've got – I don't know if he expected Burns to come in. I don't know if that was the plan. But you know you at least have a bullpen to come in and help you – take you the rest of the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I thought Camden Sewell pitched well today. I, I was surprised of how they did that. I thought you would see Beam and then Burns. Um you know, burns the the pitch the the finale there that in that championship game. But right. you went with a guy who's pitched in this tournament before. Um and did a great job for you last year against was it Mississippi State or Alabama? I forget which one he pitched against, but yeah. but yeah, he, he did a phenomenal job last year in this who tournament. The sem- who was the semifinal? Was that Alabama? I believe he pitched in the semifinal. I think so. I think it was okay. Alabama. I think it, you had, I you think had to play them twice. Okay. Yeah. No, he was he was phenomenal. And then I, you know you get a, a, Z, a Seacrest Seacrest sighting there um, as well. You obviously have Will the Thrill that that's able to come in and help you too. That, that's I think that's the theme of, of this week too. You get Kentucky. You get Florida um, semifinal and final. Both teams that their bullpen is just wasted at this point. They they've had to battle to get to where they're at. They they started the week on Tuesday. You just you were able, yeah, you were better than them um, at the plate as well. But you were also, excuse me, better than them in you know at the mound and in the bullpen. And that's just what carried you. And that's what's going to carry you through postseason too. This isn't going to be the first game you win because you have the freshest arms. Mm-hmm. Well, it's insane because we were talking with Cody about eight runs and how you kind of feel comfortable with eight runs. I was looking at it and how many, how many teams do you think have scored eight runs on Tennessee this year? I was actually looking at the losses today. So I'm trying to think just looking back, I'm going to go two, but I don't think it's that many. I think it's zero. It's, it's four. It's four. Okay. All right. Um, and and some of those have scored there, right at eight. All in wins, right? James Madison was a win, and it went to extra innings. So that that's kind of that that was one of them. Um, I want to say Auburn was one. Auburn, Auburn in their win beat us eight to six. Okay. So I missed that one in the loss. Alabama didn't score eight in their win against us, though. So they no. scored six. Missouri. Oh no, sorry, we scored eight on Missouri. Whew. It's either three or four. So I just had Auburn there. Let me get back farther here. Um, yeah, James Madison had eight in the ten, in ten innings. Texas just had seven in that loss. So you said four did it to us? I th- maybe it was maybe it was fast. three. Let me get back up here. So Auburn had it in their their win against us. Georgia had it in their win against us. Okay. And yeah. James Madison, I think it's just three. And two of those were teams that beat us. Yep. That's it. Yeah, so it was just three. Which is That's insane. Two. two of them are SEC teams. And I think one scored seven. So, I mean, you're talking like if you score seven runs, or we'll just say eight, eight runs, 
I mean, that's chalked up as a a win. <laughs> that, that's automatic. That's how to make your pitching staff feel phenomenal. When you're mm-hmm. able to start, you know, you get ahead early, you know, you get six runs in the fifth. Oh, I think we're up four in the fifth, right? Also, shout out to this shirt. Put it on right before it tonight. Before we, uh, the ending Not we that. took the lead was fourth of the fifth. the fifth. Was that back the last time Tennessee won the title back in 99? This one, maybe. maybe. <laughs> it, it's possible. This is a this is a solid Goodwill fond. So, okay. Happy for that. Um, yeah, no, I, I switched it up today. I was feeling superstitious, so I had to I had to make sure we pulled through. Um, I don't. I'm I'm a little. I'm not. I guess I was expecting this. So it's it's not even doesn't even seem. It's fun. That's it. There was no. I never felt bad about today's game. That play you have that that pop out by Jarrell where Trey makes a bonehead play. It's just, hey, guys, you just got to bounce back. Like, this team's going to bounce back from that. I had no doubt in my mind. No mm-hmm. doubt. That, I, I knew that wasn't going to cost us a game. Yeah, I mean, you definitely don't want to – you didn't have really anything going, and your, your nine-hole hitter hits a triple to open up the third, and you can't get him in. I mean, that that's super frustrating. But here's why, here's why Florida's a really good baseball team. O'Sullivan knew exactly what he was doing with going with that kid. He knew he could slow it down. He was going to throw junk, and it was going to throw – because if, if you're going to throw in there and throw, you know, 95 at Tennessee, they're going to run into some barrels because they can flat-out hit fastballs. And that's what sucks about both these Kentucky and Florida games. Tennessee hit some balls really, really hard, both both games. They just weren't in gaps. They weren't long enough for the yard, Whatever you know, whatever it may be. And that's what – that's what stinks. They hit balls plenty hard the last two days. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, if you're filling up the the zone against Tennessee, I mean, they're going to make you pay for it. But but when you have a guy that that's throwing balls in the dirt and you know off the plate, and then you have the the umpire, you know, calling balls in the opposite strike zone a strike three on, on Luke. I mean, it's just you're going to. People are going to get antsy. They're going to chase some pitches, and Tennessee did that today. But um, eventually they were able to settle down against Florida in that fifth inning and, um, you know, really get on a run and kind of put the game out of out of reach. Can I give you a wild stat that I haven't seen read off? And I'm trying okay. to double-check and triple-check as much as I can, but this is off the cuff. So if it's wrong, please forgive me. This is Tennessee baseball's first outright. SEC championship. When they won in 93, 94, 95, they played Eastern and Western division championships. Oh, so it was it was this is the first outright tournament championship in Tennessee baseball history. Interesting. Tony Tony Vitello has done and is continuing to do something special. So why didn't they play each other? Is that was that in there? In I, I I read a little bit about this morning when I did the research to find out that Tennessee was also this is also the first school in SEC history to win the basketball and baseball tournament in the same academic year. Right. From what I've read, they just decided those three years, literally just those three years. I believe that's all they did. They decided to do an Eastern Division Championship and a Western Division Championship, and the two winners were crowned SEC champions but there were technically two of them because they didn't play each other. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, yeah, 
it's uh, also fun fact. Todd Helton got the win in all of those games. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. And then before, so 77, yes, was the first year they had a tournament. I believe before that they just played, I guess, East and West Division winners played each other in a series, I believe. And Tennessee did not win a single time when that was current. Mm. So they are. this is their first outright championship, postseason SEC championship. That's insane. Yeah. It, absolutely insane. And I think it's the the third time in a row that the number one seed has won it. Third time in a row, yeah. Arkansas won it last year. Um, Vanderbilt should have been it in nineteen, so Ole Miss in eighteen. Okay, that's an, and this is the first. No, time this, this was the third year. Oh, so, so Vanderbilt, okay, Arkansas, so Vanderbilt yeah. in nineteen. Okay, <laughs> yeah. And then first time since twenty ten that a team has led the entire tournament. Tennessee never trailed. They were tied up for Kentucky there for a short time. On Saturday, more Saturday night, Sunday morning. Um, dude, I love those. Like, I know people are just hating on those games. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed sitting down at ten thirty to watch. Like, I don't know something about it. It made it more fun somehow. I don't want it every week, but it was fun. Yeah. So that was on. That was on Friday. Was Saturday. Night. Saturday. Kentucky? Kentucky was Saturday night. Oh, okay. Slash Sunday morning. Okay, but it, it didn't. It wasn't as late as the LSU game. It was not as late as the LSU game, which I went. So we went to a, uh, I don't know, like a outdoor thing in downtown John City, and then we went over to Wild Wings. I was like, I'll watch a little bit of the game at Wild Wings. Sat down at nine o'clock, and that game was in the sixth inning. I was like, Yeah, I'm going home. <laughs> I'm not waiting around. Yeah, it was insane. It's say they they started at like eleven ten, I think, Eastern time. Um, was it that late? Then, I thought it was like ten. 30, 10, 45, it was 11, 10. I didn't even Yeah, I, I didn't get in the bed until like 2 a.m. Oh, it probably was later than that. Last night, Emily asked me what time I went to bed. It's probably 2 30. I was probably in, by, in bed by 2. I looked at him, I was like, well, the last tweet I sent was at 2 36. So at least after that. Yeah. It's a, yeah, I, I could do without that. Um, Does it not make it a little bit more fun? Just a little bit? It does, and I was, I was super lucky. I worked a golf tournament, drank a little bit, came home, and like took a nap, and so I was good. Yeah, up, you're perfect up until two. So it worked out perfectly. But like, if I would have stayed up and not been tired when I got home, oh, there'd have been that'd have been a struggle fest when it was two to ah. two. Now the eighth and ninth inning, I would have woke up a little bit, but man. I don't know if uh, I don't know if Richard commented. I don't know if he looked it up. We're gonna give him the credit. Say he didn't. He got it right off the cuff. Trivia question, I guess, of the day. He he called it JMU, Georgia, and Auburn. Three teams would score eight runs. Yep. I don't know if he looked it up or not, but we'll we'll give it to you. <laughs> yeah, pretty impressive that, that Tennessee's able to keep. I mean, it, it just goes to show that that's that pitching staff is is phenomenal. The the pitching staff's incredible. You've seen the defense. Not that they were bad at the start of the year. No, by no means do I mean that. But the defense pick it up throughout the year. This was probably their best. Do we call it a series showing? You had some. You had some errors. You even had some errors behind the. You know, behind the plate and caused by pitching. But all in all, just a solid week. Solid couple games from from the defense and Trey Lipscomb today, and and especially against. I mean that that play against LSU. I just felt like he was laughing. Like, yeah, I should be SEC player of the year. 
that barehanded got you know oh, 100%. loaded or just two runners in scoring position yeah i think it was just two runners on just prove like he's not and that that was my favorite part is people talked about well is how good is he defensively he's just as good as dylan cruz and sunny d well, Sonny D plays first base, and he's not a great first baseman at that. And then Dylan Cruz, I think, used to play in the infield, and now he's he's the center fielder for LSU. Right. So, I mean, if you're look, if you'd rather like me, if you're you're playing, what would you rather play, center field or, or the hot corner at third base in the SEC? What would hey, I I'm going play? out to center field. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm going to center right. field. What do I want for my SEC player of the year? I want him playing third base. What do oh, 100 percent, 100%, 100%. <laughs> Not where I'm seeing, you know, not where I want to exit velo <laughs> coming right at me. No, thank you. No, that no, I hundred. Yeah, that's it was uh, dude, just phenomenal weekend from the defense as a whole though. And again, there were some, definitely some mistakes, but I feel like they really shored up. They just, I thought they they supported the pitching staff phenomenally and made a lot of great plays. And and I. I also think the mistakes that happened were forced trying to make a play. They weren't just – they weren't Kentucky's Drew Gilbert's pop-out to left that, God, I don't know what they were doing. Just no communication, I guess. Mm-hmm. But they weren't that bad. They were always someone trying to make a play is what it was. Um, yeah. The the two against LSU, the Seth Stevenson just kind of boots one a little bit, just trying to get in a hurry. Right. Um, and it, it lets the runner go to second. And then – Corlin Lawson boots one and he tries to get up real fast and and get the guy out, but he probably didn't have a shot at that point. And, and then it get, gets past Luke. Um, so yeah, just two kids. You know, it's not like it rolled through their legs or anything. They're two yeah. pretty hard hit balls and just kind of get booted and you know it happens. And another one that pops in my head is friend of the pod. You know, Jarrell tries to make that play that that gets over the infield and. He snags it and tries to turn, you know, turn to Luke Lipsius and make a play at first, and, and that's a, that's one you just eat. You just hold it there, and and he tries to make a play at first, and it's not, like I said though, they're trying to make plays. Um, but I, you know, I think too, it, after seeing those, those guys realize, hey, I don't have to make that play. I've got whoever on the mound doesn't matter in this roster. I've got Cortland Lawson at short short to make plays. I've got. Trey, Trey Lipscomb at third, he's going to make the next play, or I'm going to make the next play. So just about being smart and getting to those next plays. Seth Stevenson, you want to hold that guy at first. You know, he made a good play. You just don't want to let that compound and let him get to second. And so I think it's you watch those. You were trying to make a play. You made a mistake. You watch those, and you go, hey, we're just going to get the next one next time. We're, we're not going to let those compound. So, yeah, it's not a huge deal. It is what it is. You still get the 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 sweep in Hoover. It's a phenomenal weekend. You have the 2022 SEC Championship champions, regular season and tournament. The number one overall seed. You probably had that locked up after probably a win over Vanderbilt. What did Oregon Oregon State struggled this week, but they played Stanford for a Pac-12 title today. What they? I don't think you had to win a single game in Hoover to lock that up. I don't entirely disagree. But I'm also not. A I mean, player. it definitely doesn't look good. Committee. I'm not on the committee, so I don't know. I don't know yeah. what they view. Well, that's the thing too. Is is I don't know if they view it as meaningless or not. And, and that's my favorite part. I tweeted it today. <laughs> like you said, I they have a great shot at being the number one overall seed if they don't win. I, I'm I'll, I'll trust you and say yeah, they're the number all, number one overall seed going into this week. And then they just went out and kicked everybody's ass anyways. 
Yeah, I mean, the the fact that, that Oregon State gave up 25 runs to UCLA in a game, I mean. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Great point. Yeah. What about UCLA's meltdown? I'll, I'll get into that in my fail. Meltdown. Um, no, it's a – golly, I enjoy it so much. I, when, hey, we're going to Omaha. If it – I can't go during the week, but if we make it to the final, you're getting in my car and we're going to Omaha. All right, let's do it. Like that's there's no doubt about it. It's happening. I'm 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 there. You let me know, and we'll okay. go. It, I'm letting you know right now. If it ha- if it happens, it happens. We're there. All so. right, let's do it. Right, cool. Oh my gosh, uh, it's just I love this team. I love this team. Yeah, and you got Jared Dickey the back the other day to bat flip. Oh, a lot of bat flips. Blake oh, Bird. Yeah. Well, and oh, back Auckland, and that was pretty sick too. Oh, for sure. How stupid God. do you? I get it, it's with the it's like kind of with the Sunny D thing I was talking about. I get trying to get your team fired up in a moment, but be conscious of the moment as well, because you don't want to piss the you don't want to give the guys across from you bulletin board material either. Yeah, the the Sunny thing. I feel like it's a little because it did tie the game. It, it tied the game, but the it one just, thing it just tied the game in an elimination game. That's right, right. It is true. I'm okay with the bat, but it, it's it's a little better than being down 21 runs like Mississippi State was and doing a bat flip. And you oh, oh I'm talking bat, yeah, those are two totally different things. <laughs> I'm talking about the bat flip for the walk tie ball game. Yeah, and Sunny Sunny D's bat flip is not the the problem I have. It's the pound in your chest as you run across first. Mm-hmm. Like let's let's take a step back, bat flip it, try to get your team fired up. But you still have a lot of game left to play. All it did was tie up the ball game. Yeah, I saw that in the the SEC like kind of highlights before the game today. Him doing that, and I was like, they lost that game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Bat flip all you want, but be careful about. Again, I get trying to pump your team up, but mm-hmm. know the moment. Yeah, you need to know the moment. I mean, Drew Gilbert was phenomenal this this weekend. He he had nine RBIs, and you know a lot of people were like, "Oh, he's slumping." You know, he's chasing. I think he was trying a little bit too hard. Yeah, there those last couple ones, maybe chasing some things out of the zone. That that's just not who this team is throughout this year. So um, well, I'm sure he he adjusted. <laughs> so it did. It doesn't matter. And let's step back and not act like these other teams aren't scouting. They know he likes balls high in the zone. So they gave him stuff to chase. He wasn't yeah. being un- he wasn't being uncharacteristic in his approach. They were giving him tough balls high in the zone that he thought he liked before they got to the plate. They they challenged him like and that we can't pretend these teams don't see the same thing we me and you see. As much as as terrible as Kentucky is, and we we whooped them, their coach knows a heck of a lot more than I do. Mm-hmm. And yeah, they're gonna take similar. They they challenged him, and, and Florida challenged him today. Obviously, you know, he's, he rose to the occasion. And that's who Drew Gilbert – he's the dude. He's the dude abides. Yeah, that, that double, that base clear, clear and double that he hit, he had two strikes. I mean, it was just that yeah. kind of that same approach where, you know, if he's chasing something, it's 0-2. You know, he's right. not really chasing anything, but he's in that protect mode. Um, so he can get a little chasey. And, and that's that's everybody, you know, right. with 0-2. That's – that's why they call it a pitcher's count because you can pretty much do whatever you want when you have them down 0-2. And, um, you know, he just 
waited on that whatever 69 mile an hour pitch that, that kid was throwing and then just sent it over white Lang- Langford, yeah, yeah the also Florida's best player do you think Langford gave Cortland Lawson a kiss after today because if oh, Lawson doesn't catch that ball he eats Evan Russell's hose down he, he I mean that was in the helmet what about Evan Russell how much better is he getting at catching he's and I've been, I've, you know, I've been saying it all year. I don't think Evan Russell's arm is the problem. I don't think he gets helped out by delivery times. Oh no, he he, he definitely doesn't. Um, he is a little bit wild at at, at times, and I, I think that just it just comes like he's ne- just never. He's, uh, somebody he's said he caught five innings in high school, so he didn't even really catch in oh, high school. Why are we calling him a high school catcher? I know that's been thrown out there. If it's five, uh, innings, that's not a high yeah, school. Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think his sister. Somebody tweeted that out pretty recently. So yeah, there was there was no real um, evidence of him ever being a catcher. So he's a, um, he's, he's. I mean, you saw you've seen the growth. You know, first week to second week, fifth week to SEC play, and. Like you said, it's just gotten a lot better. Kentucky, who stole ten bases in a series against Tennessee, they they got they got some of theirs, but Evan Russell made him pay sometimes too. Yeah, yeah, I thought he, he, you know, he threw what three guys out in Hoover? I think so. Yeah, two the last two three? games. I was about to, I thought he had one against Vandy. Yeah, I thought he had two against Kentucky. You just okay, maybe one? that's it. See if I can pull that up, but yeah, no, he, he's he's been. I think that's the that's the biggest question this team has, right? How how are you going to manage base runners? Mm-hmm. So if Evan Russell is doing that in postseason, that's the only question that this team has. And this team didn't trail at all this you know this week too, but they they had their their fair share of battles that they had to work through. So this team can play from behind maybe a stretch, but. You know, they're not afraid of the moment. Well, and, and you don't really have to worry about playing from behind when you're outscoring people in the first two <laughs> innings, 130 to 20-something. True. They don't give themselves a lot of room to work. Yeah. <laughs> Very true. Very true. What about Tennessee scoring on wild pitches this week? What, what is that all about? <laughs> what about Jordan Bennett <laughs> starting off two games in a row with a triple and scoring on a wild pitch? He's so good. He is so good. And that, and that's that why play I, that he made – on um against LSU, oh yeah, that's big leader. He's a, he's just a stud, and, and that's why I think a lot of people see that walk him. You know them intentionally walking him, and they go, "Oh, that's a good move." But you have Drew Gilbert behind him. You have the best hitter in the SEC behind him. Yeah, yeah, not something I, that I would do. Um, but again, that like there's not a there's not a great. Solution to that problem either. (laughs) There's not. not. I think that's what I love about this coaching staff, though, is they're going to look at that a lot of times, situations like that, and go, we're putting the ball in your hands. You started this game for a reason, or we brought you into this game for a reason. Ball's in your hands. Go make a play. And that's why I like like the way Tony Vitello has managed this team. Well, and and they don't – I don't think they're big on on walking anybody unless it's Sonny Deshera. Um, well, and you saw you saw freaking Dolander when he comes out to pull the ball out of his hands. He, apparently, he told him he wants Cruz. He's like, "Don't you dare pull me right now." Yeah, that's not a battle you're going to win in quote unquote meaningless games. But right, I love it. I love the approach. Yeah, 
Yeah, it's pretty ridiculous how this team just is so fiery and just so competitive. Even like like we mentioned it before the the broadcast, like this tournament. Yeah, it's it's great. Like you want to win it, but if you don't win it, at the end of the day, like you're here to win a national championship. So that's why these number one seeds come in here. Like, yeah, they they've won it the last three years, but they've also like. We only had to throw – we only had to play four games. Florida right. had to play six. Um, so, we didn't use up – you know, we just didn't use up everybody in our, our rotation. We didn't have to overpitch people to to try to get get there. We just kind of took care of business. But we didn't have to overdo it to to win this yeah. thing either. That's, a, it was, that's what's nice about this. It was almost like a normal weekend series for Tennessee. You get right. to prep for postseason. If you're overthrowing guys to win games – you might go, oh, this isn't ideal. Like you said, you want to win it. You do. It's it's this team's mentality. They want to win everything they freaking can. Mm-hmm. They want to put it on Iona at the beginning of the year in crappy weather, and they want to they want to try and run rule Kentucky, which they would have if it happened in any earlier. <laughs> it's it's just in their DNA, and you obviously don't want to stretch arms, which Tennessee thankfully didn't have to. They took care of business, but it's also nice to make this turning to make this tournament meaningless. What you have to do is do what Tennessee teams like Tennessee and in the top part of the conference like AM did during the year. Because if you're in a situation where you're Kentucky or Florida or Auburn who's trying to host, this tournament does mean a lot. It's more wins. It's uh, bumps you up in the RPI. So this tournament can be meaningless, but it not it isn't necessarily meaningless to everyone. And maybe the committee does feel it's meaningless, like they apparently they did about the SEC basketball tournament, which is just absurd. You're playing games. They should mean something all the time. Right, and that's why I like I like the – I kind of wish the NCAA tournament would be a little bit like college baseball in, in that the regular season – like what you do in the regular season benefits you in the postseason. So, like, mm-hmm. Tennessee gets to play at home in a regional. Yeah, that regional stuff. So, like, I would kind of like to see them do it with basketball where they play a – you kind of break it up like that, right. but you're playing those games at Tennessee. Like you give some yeah. sort of advantage. We're like, yeah, you get an advantage. One seed in the 16 seed. I mean, you 99 times out of a hundred, that one seed's going to win. Um, but that next, that next game is anybody can win it. Yeah. So like, I would like to see some sort of, I don't know, benefit to the regular season. See the seeds I matter. It. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and that—that's what's crazy about this week too. Is Tennessee is away the last two games, which I don't. How much? How important is it in baseball to be the home team? How, like, what would you say when you go into a tournament? Like a like a new but a a neutral side game, so it's not an actual home game. You're batting in the bottom half of the inning, home team. Yeah, I mean. If it's a close game, you definitely want to be batting line right. last, hundred percent. Um, other than that, I, I don't think it's it's that big of a difference. Um, so, but you would say it's an advantage. Like you would prefer to be that team. Oh, hundred percent, yeah. So I don't care how many times you've been the away team. If you're the top seed, you you've earned that by playing in the regular season. You should be the home team. The top seed should be the home team. Simple as that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, just like in, in football, and you know, you want the 
in you want them to go first and you right. like like in college, if you win the college college over should have a choice they yeah. shouldn't go back to all the games and go oh you you went defense first on the last overtime this team didn't they get defense first yeah that that doesn't make any any like uh, then we're going like what do the seeds actually matter at that point 100% past the the first what eight yeah yeah absolutely be, the higher seed should be the home team every single time. I don't. It, <laughs> that that's the easiest thing. Simple solution in front yeah. of you. Yeah. That's what blows. It's not like, oh, we got to do more math to figure this out. No, right. it's so easy. Yeah, that was. So easy. I didn't understand that. Again, it didn't. It didn't matter in the end. But yeah, you'd like to maybe not it's have to one, pitch another inning. Well, and it's just one of those dumb things that you're like, why is the SEC doing or this? Or hit another inning. Yeah. Right. Why is the SEC doing this? Whatever. It is what it is. Tennessee prevails. You won the damn thing. SEC champions, baby. Let's go. Let's go. It makes me it makes me warm and fuzzy. So I saw yesterday where Alabama was gonna be a like number sixty four. Yeah, they're they're the first four in yesterday, and then they lost, and then they got first four out today. So um, Which kind of blows my mind. If you have them first four in after that game, I don't know what the teams, the first four out teams did. If you're the first four in and you're playing past your threshold, shouldn't you still be the first four in? Here's the thing. If you make it to Hoover, you should probably be in a regional in the SEC. <laughs> I would say that's true, but you do have Kentucky and Hoover. <laughs> I mean, they, they beat us. They and did. They, but they made it to the semifinals. They beat us, and they were still ranked like fifty seventh or something like that in RPI. Yeah, I mean that. Yeah, I mean they're not a great baseball team. I'm not, <laughs> but I, I do <laughs> think I, I would rather play. Here you go again. Yeah, here we go again. Um, I mean I'd rather play like whoever our two seed is. You know, Duke last year, Wake Forest, than probably Kentucky. Oh. Just because they've had our number, yeah. I don't know what makes Kentucky good against us, but yeah. Yeah, I mean they they got a good lineup. They can hit. They I don't. They, they're good defensively. They're short. Ryan Ritter is is you know he was first team All SEC. I, I don't. If you're if you're that good, you're projected to be a um, first couple round draft pick. I'd rather not play school. That's fair. I, I think I saw someone tweet it, and maybe this is the case. I. I it seems that Kentucky's maybe played up and down to their competition. They haven't found their kind of, I guess, rhythm. They haven't found their identity. So they've just constantly been playing with teams all year. So maybe that's the case. I think I saw a Kentucky fan say that. So maybe that is the case. That's fair. I mean, they got hyped for, for that Tennessee series. The weather was bad. And and they played, was, a, they played a phenomenal six innings. Yeah, perfect storm. So, yeah. No, I as much as I hate Kentucky, seriously, last night after that game, hats off. You play you had a great week. I don't know if it's enough to get you in. Doesn't look like it is. But you definitely made people think about it. It, it was nice to to kind of put them on put it on them late after they oh, beat us in Lexington. That that was pretty refreshing to see, to say the least. One hundred percent. Get, you get you get some decent weather. <laughs> I know there, maybe there was some dew on the field by the time we played, but right better than Lexington for sure, for sure. 
what a weekend. We'll see our regional matchup. I don't know when those come out. And um, I think it's SEC Network either. <laughs> Or ESPN too, I guess. I, I, I want to say it's either late. It, it'll either be late tonight whenever the conference championships finish. I don't know when the last one is. Um, or it'll be tomorrow. Oh, do they not do them on Sunday? I thought they did. I don't – because I, I know a bunch of stuff was pushed back, so I don't know if that has any uh, – well, I think I think teams that. had to have them finished by Sunday. I don't know what time. Big okay. 12 championships going on right now. Texas is down seven. Big 10 still going on. Michigan's actually up after that whole debacle with spider tack or whatever it is. Good Lord. And then, oh, my gosh, the Pac-12 doesn't play till 10 p.m. What is this garbage? Well, it's because they're scoring 25 runs a game. How does that even happen? I, wasn't it like in the ninth? It was like twenty-one to twelve, or twenty to twelve, or something like that. I think they were down twelve runs going into the ninth. UCLA was okay, and they tied it, yeah. and they went to extras, and then UCLA hit a walk off. Yeah, at this rate, we're gonna be Pac-12 is gonna be playing into Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we'll never know. Just a disaster. So yeah, we'll. We'll see who we where we are probably Monday now with the Pac-12. If you're playing a game that late, that game doesn't you you're it's kind of like the SEC arguing saying the SEC basketball tournament doesn't matter. You're saying your tournament doesn't matter because I thought they were always released on Sunday. I guess not. So whatever, maybe it doesn't matter. Tennessee is a host site. That's been confirmed. Yeah, Tennessee's hosting a super regional. <laughs> Georgia Southern's also won. Oh, nice. So they've released all the host sites? Yeah, Florida also got one. Good for them. I mean, I, I, I'm i not an SEC homer. Like, I'd rather see SEC teams fail. But if they're going to be good, good for them. Auburn got fun. one. Um, Auburn did get one after losing. Wow. Texas A&M got one. Florida got one. Tennessee. I guess that's all. Uh, if, you're, if you all are still in here, Tennessee – Baseball team is going to be there about 11.45 tonight. They're going to be back on campus. Okay. So, get get rowdy down in at Lindsey Nelson. So, I want to say – I might I might get down there. You might. I thought about it, but a couple beers deep. Can't drop two hours. Yeah. So, can't do that. Um, Tennessee will probably play like a super – granted, if the number one seed – like if another host site or or to play Tennessee, it'd probably be East Carolina or Georgia Southern's going to be that sixteen. I'd have to guess. Okay. Um, did you see? So I mean, I guess I'll just talk about some of my most important fails. Did you see how Hofstra won? Punched their ticket to the tournament. Do you see that? Mm-mm. Northeastern walked a. Um, I think he did he hit the pitcher or hit the batter. He may have just walked him bases loaded to end the game. Just. That has to suck. That has to be the worst mm. in the world. Yikes! Because that ends your season. Yeah, you're not getting in unless you win the win. Yeah, win the tournament. In the mm. in the uh, they're in the CAA championship. I don't even know what the CAA is. Coastal Athletic Association. I don't have no idea. 
That was a good guess to me. <laughs> <laughs> you, ain't, you ain't getting in unless you win that game. Right. Meltdown. And then did you see the did you see the Michigan pitcher mishap? Yeah, I saw where he got ejected. So he I guess Iowa spotted him kind of being funky with his glove, maybe maybe touching mm. a little bit too much. And uh I mean almost very close to being I mean, batter was in the box, and Iowa dugout yells. And home plate umpire comes out, gets the crew together. They check the glove and eject him. And then you see a video. You see a video. He is he's he's reaching at that glove. I mean, he he's being friendly to it. Oh no, there's no way. Hold on. Oh, I thought his name was Willie Nelson. It was loading. Willie Willie Wise, I believe, was his name. Yeah. That would have been awesome. His name was Willie Nelson. Willie Nelson. That foreign substance, Willie Nelson. Shocker. They should have checked him before the game. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, – which, I mean, it looks like Michigan's going to go on to win it anyways, so not a big deal. But hey, so baseball never hurt anybody. The the D one baseball and I guess we need to get to something else because we're already fifty minutes into and we're still on baseball. Which is okay. <laughs> I'm okay with pushing some things off for this episode. Yeah, that's cool. Um, but D one baseball is Tennessee, the one seed in Knoxville. Um, Wake Forest as a two seed, Kennesaw State as a three, and Alabama State as the four. Um, I know Wake Forest is really good. They can hit a lot of bombs. I think they are actually have some uniforms that say Rake Forest. Um which is on their uniforms? Yeah, which is pretty cool, I guess. No, no, because it's gonna be real embarrassing when you don't rake. <laughs> yeah. I mean you, you like definitely put that target on your back. But if you <laughs> you're hitting bombs and you have Rake Forest, you you hit that home plate, that, that's that's pretty sick, honestly. You you better you better hit bombs if you're yeah. I don't know how much you're going to do. Maybe you do it against Kennesaw State and Alabama State, but you ain't doing it against Tennessee. No, I wouldn't wear that. I would not wear those against Tennessee. Not at all. But how about us? Dude, we don't care when we wear black jerseys. We're just slinging them things. I need – we got to we gotta get Chad on here. We said we'd get them on for postseason. I need black jerseys, pinstripe pants. Oh, I, I got two from Hoover. <laughs> you got them? <laughs> yeah. Hey, I've got a prom suspect, Hoover Police Department. I've got one prime suspect. I don't know if he's a high school football coach, kind of. I don't know if he's on that level yet, but I'd check Tony Vitello's back. He's a bulletin board guy, it seems. I would make sure he doesn't have him. I think it was um, Billy Napier. He, he didn't Florida like say we stole those helmets? Did they? I'm pretty sure they came out and said that Tennessee like took them. I'm like, no, oh, I didn't, didn't see that. That would be yeah. very dumb of our guys to post videos of them wearing them and take them. Red-handed. We're not even trying to hide it. We're just no. stealing things. I uh, I could see Billy Napier stealing them for one reason, to sell them so he could fund his NIL. Sounds like they don't have any NIL money. Mm. Well, I definitely wouldn't sell those freaking ugly alligator uniforms that they had. <laughs> those, were, those were also... They were in the same locker room Tennessee was in, but they were burned. Tennessee did Florida a favor. We're good neighbors. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> um, so you want to get to something else? Hey, man, yeah, we're, we're champs. Hey, it feels Tony, good. Tony and the boys. 
just absolute hats off, tip the cap. I mean, what a phenomenal weekend. Postseason, I think a lot of people – the biggest, I think, takeaway for me right now is a lot of people said Tennessee will fold when it gets kind of crunch time when you're talking about winning trophies and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and what a – you know, props to the the roster that kind of bought into the staff and, you know, guys that weren't even recruited by, by Tony Vitello, like Evan Russell, Revan Walsh, Luke Lipsius – um, guys like that, and then you also have um, Drew Gilbert and Jordan Beck that that Tony kind of brought in. And Tennessee wasn't at that point where you could really sell. You know, you just had to believe in that vision, and for them to to already be winning championships and stuff like that, it, it's got to be like huge ROI. Huge. Yeah, and I love that picture of uh, Redman and Luke and Evan getting, you know, holding the trophy. It was just yeah, the smiles on their face, man. Love to see it, and big weekend from pretty much all of them. Um, Tony got a little emotional in the. Wasn't that shocking a little bit? He doesn't yeah, strike he me was. as a a reflector necessarily. He, he had that soft side to him. <laughs> yeah, and still has time for for all time sound bites. Amazing. Yeah. Then he called Redmond like Todd Helton Jr. or something. <laughs> I don't know. Is it not crazy that Todd Helton has the most career home runs and the most career saves? Is that not yeah, a I mean, weird combination? How, how dominant is that guy? Oh, and I was listening to uh, Vaughn. I guess it's still voluntary action. I don't know. Is that did they have Twitter space called that? And I think oh. Bear mentioned Russell or Bear mentioned that one. He has a win and a save in his. Because he came, he came out off from pitching, and they brought him back onto the mound when it. Oh, okay. Hand. So that's pretty. Cool. I guess, do you? I guess it, statistically, do you still get that win and save if that happens, or do you just get the win? You know, I don't, I don't know how that works because I don't, I don't even know. Can can you come back in? Well, if you go to a different position, remember we talked about it with the pigeon forge. Yeah, oh, that's right. You go play first or outfield i just don't know how the stats work do you still get the save no, i don't know i do not know i don't understand a lot of baseball stats like i understand their purpose sometimes but i don't entirely understand them. yeah like the save it has to be you it's know you have to pitch a certain amount run. and it, yeah, it can only be a three run or less either it's three runs or guy in scoring position so you could be up four but if the guy's in scoring position yeah, that counts. So that counts as a save, right? Yeah, and then you got to pitch. I think three full innings to get a win. Oh, I didn't know that. I thought you just got the win if they took the lead when you were in. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. So who gets the well, win? Well, like a starter. I'm I'm sorry, a starter. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, they have to pitch three full innings to get a win. Interesting. Didn't know that. Okay. See, like I said, just amazing, just weird stuff. Yeah, in, insane. Um, let's. Let's get the recruiting a little. Volapalooza, baby. Okay, Volapalooza. Rocky. Rocky Topalooza. Rocky Topalooza. Yeah. Volapalooza. That's that's a real thing. Volapalooza is a real thing. Yes, it is. Yeah. Okay. Rocky Topalooza. Yeah, man. It it was it was interesting to have all those guys on campus. You got a, you know, Vic Burley was here for his official visit. Same with Bryson Sanders, and you had all those commits in here. 
Um, you know, I listened to an interview with Vic Burley and Austin Price, and, you know, he said that, you know, one of the recruits that really talked to him and his family a lot was Nico. He's like, he's like, not only did he get close to me, with me, but he was talking my family up and, and all that stuff. So, <laughs> Love to see yeah, <clears throat> doing a little politicking, I guess. Hey, man, that's that's what you need. You need guys like that in that class. I mean, Byron Moore, I mean, you remember how, like, big he was on social media with, you know, that legacy class? Yeah. I mean, that was – I mean, he, he was on campus already. Yeah, um, but he was one of Tennessee's best recruiters that year. Yeah, 100%. Um, so, you had him. You had uh, Caleb Herring was back in town, Nathan Robinson – um, Jack Luttrell was, was here. Um, you had some, some big Tamari on Parker was here. He told, I think he told somebody, it was somebody at Valquest. I'm pretty sure that Tennessee led at the end of it. He was like, yeah, Tennessee is a leader now. Um, <laughs> and then you, you got, um, some crystal balls with, uh, Shadavion Bradley and, and John Slaughter. Uh, Shadavion Bradley's a five-star edge. Rusher and then uh, John Slaughter's a, a three-star um, safety prospect. So, yeah, um, Christian Conyers is back in town. I'm trying to think of some some more guys that were here. Um, you're supposed to Jer- have a like, you're supposed to have like a scroll for me where you yeah all, all these names. Jeremiah T. Lander was back in town. Um, I'm I'm forgetting some, but there, there was a lot of people here this weekend. So, um, you know, it, it seemed to go pretty well. Saw some recruits, you know, out. I, I was I was downtown the other night and, and saw a bunch of them kind of hanging out. Um, I think they're in Neyland hanging out. Some of them were. Um, I saw yeah. some TikTok. Up the, of, yeah, up in the luxury box. I saw yeah. one of the one of the sky boxes. I'm not sure which one, but they mm-hmm. were just checking out the renovations. Yeah, seeing what the future held. <laughs> yep, uh, big stuff. I like this it. Is, yeah. It's and a lot of those guys, it wasn't even their official visits. So your hope is to kind of get these guys, you know, like get in kind of deep with them. And then right. you get that official visit where you can get them back on campus. And usually if you're able to get, you know, guys back back on campus, like Vic Burley's been here like four or five times. Right. Um, you're able to right. keep that, that reoccurrence, get that, you know, relationship really um, intact there. You, you kind of feel good about your chances, so. Yeah, de- definitely, and, and it's it's big to get guys on campus a bunch of time, bunch of times. It's big to get a bunch of guys on campus at the same time. You mentioned mm-hmm. how my dog just tried to try to get that um, pizza. Yes, <laughs> um, it, like you said, the the premier guy in your class being Nico and and out there recruiting too. That's huge. Oh yeah, for sure. That's huge. So to get those guys on all on campus at the same time means a lot for Tennessee. Hey, it was cool to check, see a bunch of them check out Lindsey Nelson. It, it's – you talk about how, like, momentum of a football program or a basketball program can kind of steamroll other programs. Mm-hmm. It's cool to see it somewhat work in reverse, where you have baseball. You've seen a bunch of guys come to the baseball stadium. You had Chad on here talking about how it's the first time he's ever gotten a call about bringing football recruits to the baseball game. You have him checking out a stadium that's empty just because the guys are playing this week. Yeah. It, it, it's really cool to see – the success of other programs rubbing off on those other programs. Yeah, and you had that five-star um, offensive tackle, Francis. Um, it starts with M, his last name does, but he's at IMG. He was here with Nico. Um, he actually 
he was singing happy birthday in Cruz farm. Uh, I saw a video <laughs> of him doing that. He was singing happy birthday to somebody. So, but he was hanging out with Nico the entire time, him and, and, and some, Madden. Some NIL stuff, you know? Yeah, man. Hey, whatever you got to do. I, I don't know if I, I'd say he out sings uh, Elijah Simmons, but. Nobody does, though. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. What are we doing here? Yeah. I mean, you, you can come in and be second best, but you're definitely not going to be the first. <laughs> but great weekend. Love it. Love it. And good news is, I don't know, if are you done with football? Can we, can we flip? Because yeah. there's yeah, no recruiting news. Mm-hmm. Not just for incoming classes, but it's a good problem to have. You're having to recruit guys on your roster to stay as far as NBA goes. You get, you get some good news on, on two fronts. Yeah, so we'll start with high school first. You get a four-star um, power forward, Cade Phillips, out of Jacksonville, Alabama. Um, 6'9", 200 pounds. Well, what's really cool, he's an Alabama legacy. I, I don't know what the deal with Nate Oates and, and that program was with him, but – it just seems like Tennessee uh, was on him for, you know, a good long while and had that relationship before Alabama could really get deep in there. And um, well, NATO didn't get to drop that NIL bag after his friend Nick Saban. Yeah, guess not. Up on, you know. Yeah, maybe maybe Nate Oates will, in the next press conference, say something about Tennessee dropping that bag. But I'd love to see it. Um, but, yeah, his, his whole family pretty much went to Tennessee. His mom played basketball. Um, his dad, John, yeah, at Alabama, sorry. Um, his dad, John, played quarterback at Alabama. His uncle, Brody Croyle, was a quarterback at Alabama. Um, I think his his grandfather played under Bear Bryant. So, um, full, full of Alabama players, and Tennessee was able to land Kate Phillips. So, I, I think that's big for this class. 2023, you already got two commits in it. Um, Toby Iwaka is, is one, and then you land Kate Phillips. So. Got to like what you have starting off with that 2023 class and hopefully finishes that. Justin Edwards is somebody you got to watch in that 2023 class. I think he's, you know, trending toward Tennessee. Um, you had that I want Justin Edwards when he came in for his official visit th- this past year. So, got to yeah. love it. Tennessee can recruit some basketball players now. Yeah, and it's, it's pretty – cool i guess for lack of a better word to see you had kim english leave who was probably the best recruiter you had seen on barnes staff since barnes had been here he leaves you you know some of that edge is leaving mm-hmm. um and not to discredit what a lot of what shorts has done and and lanier and, and a lot of guys have done on the staff but kim english has got your wealth of talent and since he's left tennessee really hasn't missed much of a beat um continue getting these guys on campus so that that's great to see yeah, I mean, it was that Grant Admiral who really kind of started oh, yeah. things. You know, then it was Josiah, and, you know, then he landed Keon and Jaden and, you know, uh, Kenny Chandler, and now he land um, Julian Phillips, and, you know, hopefully you're able to keep landing Justin Edwards, Cade Phillips. It's just going to keep rolling. Yep, hope so. Keep that thing rolling, baby. Um, and then Viscovi announced he's coming back. Josiah announced last week, and then you got Viscovi coming back. I mean, I didn't think that they would stay, like, in the NBA or, or like, go through that NBA, hire an agent, or, or try to play overseas or whatever. I thought it was a no-brainer, especially with them able to make some NIL money. I just thought mm-hmm. it was a no-brainer. I don't know how that works with Viscovi. Did they get that? I know it, he figured it out with Urosh. 
but I know yeah, it's different guy, countries, which, so I don't know how that works. I would assume it's the same for all internationals. Um, okay. I never saw anything initially like said about Viscovi, so I don't even know if it was ever a problem. I don't okay. know how all these types of visas, and I don't know if they're all the same. I, I don't know the issues around it. I, I To answer your question, I don't know with Viscovi because I never heard, and I don't recall seeing – did he have a shirt with the ball shop? Because that would answer our question. I don't think he did. So that doesn't tell us no. It just says on yeah. Um No, I, but I agree. It, it's Both of them could benefit from another year. Could they benefit from a year in the G League or a year overseas? Sure. But when you have NIL, when you have a coach and a staff and a team you trust and a team that could be good again next year, uh, I think it's big, big to come back. And I think it's big for Tennessee to get them back. So they definitely were – there's no doubt in my mind Rick Barnes and, and his staff were doing their best to keep them on campus as well and, and helping to make the best decision. And I think this is the best decision for both of them. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I mean, they're, they're going to be leaders on this team. And, um, yeah, I think they are really good players in, in the SEC. I mean, Viscovi, they're, they're kind of different, even though they both kind of play that, that wing a little bit. Um, but I, I think they're they're huge for Tennessee to be successful next year. Yeah, losing I, losing I mean, Kennedy. Not that there aren't still questions on this team that are on this coming into this year. I think there are, but I think those two coming back answered a lot of my questions that I had. So Viscovi did have a shirt. He had a okay the so shirt. That's, that's nil then. Yeah, and, and he did have the. He, he has two shirts, so yeah, he's, he's able to make NIL money. Cool. There you go. Love to see it. Love to see it. Can't wait for this team to be – I wonder if the game is it. I, mean, I would assume they sign a multi-year deal, so this team back in Tampa on Sunday. Would love to see it. Wait, what did you say? I assume Tampa has the I, – I would assume it's a multi-year deal. They don't go to Tampa for the SEC tournament for one year. Oh, yeah, money. yeah. You're Ooh, right, Tampa, right. On a Sunday in February, it would be nice again. Gotcha. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> uh, do we have any questions? I, I haven't seen many drop through here. Um, I also haven't paying much attention to Twitter. Sorry, guys. Um, I didn't. I didn't see any on there either. Also, I'm gonna. I need to verify. I guess while we have some time, going to most important, I'll try to get a closer look to make sure Tennessee hadn't won an outright one before this. Um. You have the most important of the week? Um, I thought I did. Maybe I don't. I'm trying uh, to think. What all what all happened this week? I don't know. It's it's been Tennessee a weird won a, Yeah. I mean that that was kinda all I did this week is watch baseball and Kind of chill out. Um, I'll, I'll go first. I got a per- personal one here. Um, happy okay. birthday, to my brother Sam. He is twenty. How old am I? He's twenty-five years old now. Um, okay. Happy birthday. So that's that's. Happy birthday, Sammy. Yeah. Little, do y'all still call him Sammy anymore? I call him Sammy all the time, but I oh, do. I feel like I call him Sammy to him more okay. than I call him. Like I'll call him Sam if I'm talking to you about him. Call him I'll Sam. Call him Sam. Gotcha. Yeah. But if I see him, probably Sammy. Gotcha. Yeah. 
Great nickname. I've always been jealous of him and Jonathan. They get wise at the end of their name. You can't do that with me. Yeah, it just doesn't fit. Always been jealous of that. You could be like Kaylee. Yeah, please don't do that. <laughs> what about Kaleeb? That's not got a Y, but yeah. I guess uh, yeah, I mean, we could make it a Y instead of a an E, maybe. I'm, I'm good. <laughs> oh, oh you, you just want a Y in the name. Okay. Yeah. Right. yeah that's fine. <laughs> we used to call you Kaleeb all the time. You, you did. That and boom. Old boom. <laughs> Is he retired? Uh, no, no. Boom was out in full effect on during the Vanderbilt game, or after the Vanderbilt game, during and after the Vanderbilt game. Okay, full effect. Yeah, it was a uh, flip night at Tennessee Hills. Shout out. What's flip night? You, I don't know. Coin night, I think is what it's called. You go up to the bar and they flip a coin, heads or tails. If you win, you get a free beer. Oh, that's pretty yeah. dope. 50-50, baby. Every time you go up there? If you're nice to the staff, I think. I've seen people not get that. I've also seen people... I've never, I will not say if I've ever seen people get it every time or not. I won't I won't say that. I won't... won't out okay. Gotcha. Yeah, I don't want, don't want to end it, you know? Yeah, gotcha. <laughs> um, um, I've got... When did that happen? This week? I think I did. Okay. Scratch that. Um, I thought I had one more. I think they're all just kind of fails. Also, I'd like that that one guy that was super negative on our tweets the other day. Drew Beam's Drew Beam. He's he's filthy. Doesn't matter if he walks guys or not. He's he's gonna get the job done. He acted like one walk and then he wasn't filthy anymore. No, he's still plenty filthy. So that's my D. How do we feel? What, are we going to fail of the week pitch count? <laughs> Pigeon Forge lost because they had to sit a guy. Oh my god! Maybe did, maybe did they end up losing? I think they lost the championship. Yeah, I think Farragut and won. They, I think I think Dylan's Farragut did win. There was a win. He got the win. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I can't remember his Jackson. I can't remember his last name. Yeah, he got the win. Pretty insane. Pretty cool. Also, I would like to establish for everyone that says pitch count's stupid. Look at my dog just nesting behind me. She's getting comfy. Um, for everyone that says the pitch count count's dumb, I don't entirely disagree. But the reason it's in is because of what we saw this past week. Like, that's why it's in place. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, I mean, you have coaches ruin it for everybody. It just – I don't know. It's just weird to me that, like – one one throw over and you have to sit another day. That that's just like it's just weird. But I, I get it. I, I get it's a rule and but it's just it just yeah. I guess it just sucks. <laughs> no, I don't I don't disagree entirely with that. It, it's I don't know how you would define a cutoff though, and you get coaches like this. Yeah. So it's a weird area you get into. Like wouldn't it suck if an eight pitch at bat took you over the limit? You you pitch one oh six instead of one or 105 instead of 104. Oh, 100%. You had an eight pitch at bat in your last, your last batter faced. Like that would be terrible. But here's here's the thing. Yeah, like yeah, that. 
but also if you know Tennessee ran into the good thing yesterday where they were going to pitch Revenant Walsh at the end, but they're up by so much so much they didn't have to. They went with Wyatt yeah. Evans. He pitched great. You know, I'm not taking anything away from him. But it, if your offense produces, you don't have you don't put yourself in that bind. Well, and and two, is it not kind of insulting to the rest of your team to go? He's got to throw eight more pitches for us to win this. Oh, 100%. I mean, you're telling all your pitchers, hey, guys, <laughs> yeah. you can't get it done. Yeah. Yeah. Which, hey, which that, that's exactly what I was kind of explaining to you. It's like I feel I feel that same way when, you know, like you give it to your All-State running back 800,000 times. It's just like you're – like what do you really – what are you trying to do? Like you're not, yeah, you might win more games, but you're not helping anybody else. You're not making, you're not building your program up by doing that. And isn't it a lot different if you win a state championship versus not that oh, your opinion changes drastically? About oh yeah. That. If he gets the ball 800 times, you win a state championship. You ain't not a lot said anybody. Yeah. No one's yeah. going to complain. But if you do that and you, if you do that and lose by an extra point, you're an idiot. Like that's that's just the bottom line. Everyone's gonna say it, whether it's yeah. right or not. That's what that's what's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. No, it's it's and I feel like too, we talked about with that pigeon forge guy, because they did try to keep him away from the pitch count, put him at first base, whatever position he played in the field, took him off the mound, and then they said, Oh, we've got to win this game to see tomorrow, kind of like what Tony said. We gotta win this game first. And they brought him in and said, All right, well, we're gonna go, you know, balls out here and, and see what happens tomorrow. Also, all time on from Tony when they asked him about kind of preparing for tomorrow and seeing Chase Burns tonight. He's like, there's no tomorrow right now. Yeah, agreed. Love it. Love it. Which I, but I think that's another thing too. If you, so Chase Burns comes in, you win the game, whether you win tomorrow or win today or not, you're going, well, you still had to win that game. But you're mad because it doesn't look like a genius move because you won today and it helps that Tennessee has the arms. You think it's a genius move. But I think everyone, in Vol Nation would agree. I would rather have, if you're telling me just no other context, all you say is starter, Chase Burns, or Camden Sewell, who do you pick? No other context. I mean, probably Chase Burns. He's done all year. Exactly. But again, you, you had to win that game first. Yep. So without any other, con- you know, it, it, so it cha- it changes. But yeah, it's it's, it's just a, I don't know. It's, I, I, yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to end it right there before I just lose my mind on the high school. <laughs> Again, just for. I mean, we we counted it out that there's a there's a kid that pitched like 600 pitches in 18 days. I mean, that's insane. That's why you have the pitch count. Exactly. Well, I mean, even look at Dave Van Horn. Got so much crap for throwing cops so much last year, where they don't have a pitch count, and they don't win. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, I love it. My fail is uh, Oregon State um, being up in the bottom of the ninth, twenty-one to twelve, and ended up losing in the tenth, twenty-two to twenty-five. <laughs> Can I piggyback your fail real quick? Yeah, UCLA dropping a pop to pop out the second to lose the game, pretty much effectively lose it. Did you see UC- the play that cost UCLA it? won? They lost the second game. They oh, the second game. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Second game, they had it was six to six, I think, with a runner on second, two outs, pop out bottom of the ninth, dropped it, or maybe the top of the ninth, ninth inning, 
and got the runner scored because it I, I don't know what they were doing. I think the shortstop actually called him off of it and just fell right between all three of them, pitcher, second, and short. So who's playing in the Pac-12 championship? Stanford. Stanford. In Oregon, Oregon State. Okay. So that la- that game last night that didn't finish to like 2, 2.30, that was to go to the Pac-12 championship. It, they play semifinal double elimination, I guess. Okay. So I, I think whoever wins the Pac-12 will be the number two seed. Okay. I think that's how that will play out. Be real interesting if it's not Oregon State. Yep. <laughs> Some guy's gonna be furious. Um oh, he's gonna get exactly what he wanted. People tweeting at him or tweeting about him. He's not gonna be furious. He's gonna be excited. so Drew Gilbert did get MVP of the tournament. Um you also had Tennessee some Tennessee players make the all tournament team. You had Chase Dolander, uh Trey Lipscomb, and Drew Gilbert all make it. How does Corlin Lawson not get on there? Kentucky had four players. Tennessee had three. How do, how does Cortland Lawson not get on there? I don't I don't understand that either. They just did it by shortstop and they put Ryan Ritter in, instead of Cortland Lawson. How does Jordan Beck? I would like to hear that there too. A fair point too. Who are the pitcher? Who 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 got on there? Any so pitcher? can so it was Chase Dolander and Sean Carney, the Kentucky pitcher. Oh, they just had two. Okay. Yeah. All right. Fair. Oh, whatever. I mean, they played six games. Their stats are going to be good. (laughs) God. They had the – oh, how dumb. Whatever. Yeah. Did Trey win the whole damn thing, so. What would you say? Did Trey Lipscomb make the the all-tournament team? Yeah. I I heard you say it, but I didn't remember it. Okay. Yeah, Trey, Chase, and Drew. Okay. Yeah, that's that's pretty dumb. You had guys playing in a championship game. But again, I you're not gonna hear me say anything about Kentucky's performance this week. Thought it was phenomenal, but we're talking about the team that won it all, guys. Where's Sonny oh. and Dylan Cruz? Is what I want to know. I'd really like to know where Sonny's at. I guess I guess you can't win that award if you're you're back in Auburn. Guess not. <laughs> guess not. Also, can we talk about real quick before we get off here? Trey Morgan, two, through the the top of the second, whining about two kind of close calls at first. One, he asked for a review. That in the first slow motion video, we go, oh, he's safe. Yeah. And he's just chirping the ump. Shot tweeted. I was like, dude, you're good. You're not unbeatable. Right. People can take first on you. It's okay. And it, like, it wasn't even his fault. <laughs> but, yeah. Whatever. All right. Got well, that's it. all I got. Fun. It's going to be fun in a week. going to be fun the week after that. And then the week after that, we still got three and a half weeks of baseball left. We're going to try to get some good guests for you guys, too, coming up. Oh, for sure. We're going to we're gonna do it. So Yeah, Tennessee, uh, the, they're set to be back at 1145. So if you can make it, um, I think I'm going to try to go. I ain't got do nothing it. We else. Need, we, need, uh, we need boots on the ground. Yeah, I don't have anything else to do. So I'm going to try to go. <laughs> I would like for somebody to go with me, but I don't know who that would be. So we'll figure it out. Yeah, I don't know either. All right, guys. Well, appreciate y'all. That's all we got. We're bringing the boat in and we out.